All right, thank you, Scott Shannon. Happy Monday. Is there such a thing? Anyway, glad you're with us. Our toll-free telephone number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Three top stories we are covering today. One is the the Biden-Texas uh, Border Patrol shutdown uh, showdown uh, is very real. Uh, we'll get to the latest on that. And Joe Biden, you know, is now trying to shift the blame onto Congress and to Trump and saying that somehow they're responsible. We are going to debunk that lie and give you a list of every single uh, uh, Trump policy that was rescinded by the new president at the time, Joe Biden, within his first hundred days. I mean, all of which he can bring back on his own without any more power from Congress. And if these rumors are true, and I'm hearing from senators that while the actual text isn't out, They've been floating trial balloons. Well, what if we just allow 5,000 illegal immigrants in a day? No. How about zero? How about we insist that the laws of our country be obeyed? How about we insist that our border be secure? How about we insist that it be respected and our sovereignty be respected? It's not that complicated. We'll get to that. Uh, We also learned over the weekend that Joe Biden actually funneled a whopping $730 million dollars to the U.N. agency that we now know participated in the terror attacks of Hamas against Israel on October the 7th. Wow. Unbelievable. By the way, another example where Donald Trump had actually stopped funding this globalist organization's uh, efforts. Uh, I want to start with, you know, how many how many times do American troops need to get attacked, not killed, but attacked before we have a president that recognizes that they're declaring war on our troops and that he better do something about it. Not saying exactly what the actions would be, but I'm saying you better do something about it. All of these groups that we talk about in the news, we now know Hamas was funded and trained in part by the Iranian Revolutionary Guard and the Quds forces in Iran. We know that they also got funding from Iran. We know the Hezbollah in the north at Lebanon that is firing rockets into Israel. They are funded by Iran. We know the Houthi rebels that have been at war with Saudi Arabia. Uh, We know they too are getting funding from Iran. And yet Joe Biden's response has been nothing. That, I mean, and if you look at any major superpower, and I call it a new axis of evil, and that is China, Russia, and Iran, and maybe you can add North Korea to the list, uh, there are never any consequences to any foreign entity, and they pretty much have carte blanche to attack this country, and they, they, they know they're not going to suffer consequences. You know, Joe Biden was out there saying, he was asked a couple of times, you know, what, what are you going to do, Joe? What, what, you know, how are you going to handle this? Um, what is your policy? You know, what, what, what do you want to say to the Iranians? Well, this is what he said on January 13th. He said, oh, I've already delivered the message to Iran. They know not to do anything. Listen to this. I've already delivered the message to Iran. They know not to do anything. We will make sure that we respond to who they that continue this outrageous behavior, along with our allies. No. Iran does not want to war with us. Yeah, okay. And then when asked at interviews, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, pretty much everyone in the Biden administration 
well, you know, asked their repeated message to the Iranians. The message was this. Don't. 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 That's your answer? Listen. It was very important to send a very clear message to anyone who might seek to take advantage of the conflict in Gaza to threaten our personnel uh, here or anywhere else in the region. Don't do it. What is your message to Hezbollah and its backer, Iran? Don't, 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 don't. And what's the message to Iran? Don't. As President Biden said, just don't. Exactly. Don't. Well, they keep doing, doing, doing. This is why, and I'll get into the very specifics in a minute, I'm sorry. When there's nearly 200 attacks that we know of against American troops by Iranian-supported terror groups in the region, being the number one state sponsor of terror, all these proxy conflicts, they're all Iranian-backed. And for Joe to take the policy positions he's taken on Iran, I'm sorry, when you don't respond, your weakness, and this is weakness, is it, 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 all it does is incur further aggression. If there's no consequences, why should the Iranians stop? They've tried to kill Americans on almost 200 occasions before this, and Joe's only answer was, you know, these pin prick responses, you know, hitting empty warehouses, acting like he's doing something so he can check a box off somewhere or going after the hoodies with Great Britain. Well, we found out the details of that, and it was an insignificant strike. Maybe five people died. And this is the same Joe Biden. This is why if he, but he has encouraged this because of his weakness. It's that simple. And by not responding to the nearly 200 attacks against American soldiers and then waking up to the fact that, you know, we have three dead Americans and over 30 other injured Americans— Uh, soldiers in this case, you can't conclude anything else but Biden's weakness incurred this aggression and he has blood on his hands. And I'll tell you, he took it a step further. You know, he rewarded the the mullahs in Iran. What did he do? He just turned a blind eye to all all of their, you know, ignoring U.S. oil sanctions over three years. Well, it's estimates as high as $100 billion in revenue to the number one state sponsor is terror. It was Joe Biden that made a deal for $6 billion to be given to ransom payment to the Iranians. And then even after that, he allowed over $10 billion in a sanctions waiver for monies to be paid by Iraq, you know, for the oil that Iran has been sending them. Well, that's basically helping the terrorists get rich again. And by not responding, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to continue to get and remain more aggressive. And it's simultaneously, you know, Biden is is out there telling Israel, you know, they're trying to strong arm Israel and their effort to for, for a ceasefire. Finally, Bibi just said, we're going to do what we need to do. And that's what he should have said. He was on a British, you know, talk television. Douglas Murray is whoever this guy is anyway, said, A nation has to do what it has to do to survive. If they cannot stand the heat of public opinion, we'll just do it alone. When asked about the mixed messages of Joe Biden, Joe Biden is not a reliable ally. I learned from John Bolton's uh, column today. Not a big, the biggest fan of him, but we did learn something. And I'm like, it was reported in the Wall Street Journal. I don't know how I missed it. 
But apparently we warned Tehran about a possible terror attack. And, you know, with American casualties now in Jordan at the hands of this Iranian-backed militia, it underscores there's nothing that that we can do that's going to appease the the mullahs in Iran. And the world better pay attention to this, that I don't know how long it's going to be, but they are desperately trying to get nuclear weapons. And don't think their new alliance with, with Russia and China, that Russia and China are probably going to help them with whatever technology that they need. We know they've been enriching uranium. We know they've almost have enough uranium enriched where it's military grade, and that could be used with a nuclear weapon. But now that they killed, you know, three U.S. troops, injured 30 others, you know, and Biden says, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to respond. Well, this didn't have to happen after the first attack. Why didn't you respond after the 50th attack? Why didn't you respond after the 100th attack? Why didn't you respond? You know, at some point here, Senator Tom Cotton questioned about it. He said he's emboldened Iran for years by tolerating all these attacks on our troops. And he's been trying to bribe the Ayatollahs with billions of dollars with appeasement to no end. He left our troops as sitting ducks. And now there are three dead and dozens wounded. Sadly, as I predicted, would happen for months. And so have we predicted this, just like I am predicting that out of the nearly 10 million unvetted Joe Biden illegal immigrants, that some terror cells have gotten into this country and one day they will strike. And yes, Joe Biden will be responsible because he's allowed this to happen by not enforcing American law. I mean, it's really Lieutenant General Keith Kellogg, all these attacks on American forces in the Middle East, be it the Houthis, Hezbollah, anybody else, they're all Iranian backed. And the administration has pulled its punches. It can't do that anymore. It has to make a hard strike. Well, I don't know if Joe's capable of doing this, to be very honest. I I have faith in my military. I don't have a lot of faith in them. Uh, Mike Waltz will join us later in the program. Mike McCall, who is the chair of the House Foreign Affairs Committee, called for a major reset. I mean, we got 170 attacks behind all of this. And this and Trump was right to blame Biden's for his Iran proxy drone strike that killed three Americans. It's a tragic consequence of his weakness and his surrender. And I'll add appeasement to it. This is what appeasement does. This is a predictable outcome. It's a predictable problem. It is his weakness that allowed this opening to occur. You know, by the way, the the Iranians killing three U.S. troops, you know, by the way, in, in a Biden-funded attack. Now, think about this. If Joe Biden didn't turn a blind eye and would have enforced sanctions against Iran selling its oil, if he didn't try to bribe them with $6 billion for ransom, if it didn't allow the exception and the $10 billion payment from Iraq, I mean, where's Iran getting the money? There's been so much unrest in Iran. You know, that money is now enabling the mullahs to stay in power. Because of the the way things have been, how bad things are for the people. In other words, the sanctions under Trump were working. But he's rewarded the Ayatollahs to the tune of $100 billion, massive revenue from non-enforcement of the oil sanctions over three years. And it goes on for there. Richard Goldberg wrote this great piece in the New York Post today. And Republicans are right to blast Biden's weakness and appeasement 
In light of all of this, this Middle East policy has destroyed our deterrence against any adversary. How does China get to float a, 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 a spy balloon over our entire country? And there's no consequences. Why are they allowed to make hostile maneuverings against our fighter jets over international airspace or hostile maneuvering against our Navy and international waterways? Never mind unfair trade practices. Never mind intellectual property theft. Never mind COVID. Why is Russia allowed to shoot down our drone? There's no consequences for Russia. There's no consequences for anybody. That's what appeasement is. That's what it does. You know, and, and what is his response? Now he's threatening, you know, to withdraw aid from Israel. NBC News reporting the Biden administration is discussing slowing down some of the weapons deliveries to, to convince Prime Minister Netanyahu to scale back his military assault in Gaza. They lost the equivalent of 40,000. If you extrapolate out the population, that would be like losing 40,000 Americans in a day. Why isn't his policy to let Israel win their war against terrorism uh, because the world wasn't going to stop us from fighting back? Unbelievable. Anyway, after years of spending the last three years enriching Iran, he wants to now cut, and, cut aid to Israel. Unbelievable. I, I just, I, I look at this and I'm just, it is devastating. All of this was preventable. You know, we're, how did we survive? How did our troops survive the nearly 200 previous attacks? That's a question no one else in the media is going to ask. All right, we have the latest on the Texas showdown. I'll also tell you how Biden funneled $730 million to the U.N. agency that Trump wasn't given a penny to that participated in Hamas's October 7th attack. We'll get to that in the course of today's program as well. 800-941-SHAWN is on number. Happy Monday. If there is such a thing, is there a ha such a thing as a happy Monday, Linda? I'm not that happy. I love Monday. It means I get to be here with you fine people. <laughs> that's a good line. Uh, that's a great line. Leo Di, uh, DiCaprio. Ah, uh, you knew Titanic. where I took it from. I was going to see if you knew that. Good. Yeah. All right. Hey, listen, um, what do you think about saving $1,000, nearly $1,000 uh, per family a year for the same exact cell service you're getting now? Well, it's possible. All you have to do is make the switch to a veteran-owned company that shares your values. And Pure Talk, they use the same cell towers. They use the same 5G network as the big carriers, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile. And the average family saves close to $1,000 a year. And by the way, they share your values. They champion them. You know, you have your neighbors back. You pull yourself up by your bootstraps. I know, outdated, not really. Elbow grease can probably fix pretty much just about everything with WD-40, that is. Anyway, you're going to get the same 5G network, the same cell towers, and you're going to save a fortune, and you're supporting a veteran-owned company in the process. Anyway, the switch is simple. It is fast. It is easy. Dial pound 250. Say the keyword, save now. And if you do it now, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250, keyword, save now from our friends at Pure Talk.